0: This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Today on the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, we're talking progress versus perfection. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past, and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go.
1: I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just deny it. Thin. what not you your Then Thin. I won't small my thighs. Thin. But I realize. I guess I'll have to exercise.
0: Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson from the schoolofpodcasting.com. If you are new to the show, look, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a trainer. I'm just a person like you, probably in your basement, trying to lose some weight, trying to get off the couch, trying to eat right. And what we do is we all gather here. We, we share about each other's journey and tips and tools and advice to help us get through. We know that uh, doing weight loss on our own is hard. When we work together, it makes it a little easier. In fact, if you want an accountability partner, go over to LogicalLosers.com, and you can be part of the Facebook group. We actually get online and uh, have a phone call every week. And uh, speaking of that, a couple weeks ago, I was talking about that thing that Dr. Oz had – spoken about this supposed magic pill that was going to help you lose weight. And I, I thought it, I was very skeptical about it. Yes, uh, Garcinia Cambogia. And uh, I'll have a link to that out in the in the show notes. If you want to try this, you know, I've got a place where you can get it and it meets all the criteria of Dr. Oz. And uh, well, lo and behold, the one, the only Alice had uh, piped in and here's what she had to say about this. Now everybody thought it was funny because I was kind of making fun of that, and uh, but she had something to say. She says I was uh, listening to your last uh, podcast, and yeah, it was funny that I was so opposed. I heard about it on the Dr. Oz show years ago. I, she says I think it does help, but that's uh, but that it's just a tool in the arsenal. I think you can lose weight. I don't think, excuse me, you can lose weight just taking a pill. But if something natural will help me achieve my goals, I'm going to try it. That said, I think it set off uh, my, it set off my IBS, so I haven't used it in a while. What is IBS? Oh, I know what that stands for. Oh, uh, oh, there you go. Uh, that's that whole irritable situation, which is no fun. And um, and then Shannon chiped in that uh, Doctor Oz was actually raving about. The HCG diet, too. Of course, you're going to lose weight on a 500 calorie a day diet. Wow, really? Who wouldn't lose weight on that? And uh, you can inject water on orange juice, too. You're going to lose weight with a high caloric deficit. And uh, she says, I lost all respect for him that day. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. But um, Alice said basically that Garcinia Cambogia just basically she said, I like the fact that I wasn't as hungry. So there you go. Some feedback from some of the uh, logical losers. And if you want to check that out, and uh, again, we, we kind of help hold each other accountable. And that's why I'm going to the gym here in uh, about 15, well, as soon as I get done with that. Also want to let you know, I found a new little gadget. It's only 10 bucks. I've talked in the past. In fact, I've got mine right here. Uh, in fact, I think this is from almost the same company where you you have these little measuring tapes Here. And then you, you push a button and it it shrinks back. Well, if that just wasn't geeky enough for you, there is an actual digital tape measure. And it's basically the same tape measure, but you basically, when you push this button to, uh, he said, to uh, have it sneak back in, it gives you a digital readout. So, and again, the nice thing about have measuring yourself is the fact that sometimes the scale doesn't tell the whole story. It doesn't and a a tape measure can go well okay i have i've stayed you know the same weight maybe but um i uh you know i've lost an inch or so so something to keep in mind speaking of weight i am about the same and uh, we're going to talk about that here in a second and also uh joe had uh chimed in with an article about heart rate monitors and in it they mentioned that many heart rate monitors cuz i am using the uh the blue heart rate monitor that works from uh, Wahoo Fitness. If you go to uh, logicallosscom dot com forward slash Wahoo, that's W A H O O, that'll take you right over there. And I love the fact that it works with my iPhone, and it works with uh, you know Map My Run and Runkeeper and endemando. and that's something I wanted to. Uh, we'll talk about a little later. I want to get into reviewing apps. That's something I really enjoy. And uh, if you have an app that you're using, I would love to hear about it. You can call it in, 888-563-3228. But uh, in this article, it said right now that there was one, the Myo Alpha says it can accurately measure heart rate during exercise, and it says it's 99% accurate. Now, the cool thing about this is there's no strap. This is basically a watch. And I was like, really? Now, what's interesting about this is it basically looks like it charges via USB, so you can get the, uh, it's a strapless continuous heart rate, because a lot of times strapless means you have to put your fingers on it or something like that. You get a continuous heart rate display, and uh, you can set your heart rate zones with visual and audible alerts, and... um, you can review your total exercise time, your average heart rate, and your time in the zone. So it looks pretty cool. Now it is not the cheapest thing in the world. It is a hundred and eighty-two dollars. Where uh, the Wahoo Fitness one that I got that works uh, was under a hundred. It was uh, let me see here. Yeah, it looks like they renamed it the Ticker, fifty-nine bucks. Which is interesting that they uh they changed the name. They used to call it Blue H R because it was Bluetooth. Unless they changed something on their website. But uh so yeah, this thing's a little more and and there's a strap with it. So if you really, really hate those straps, it's uh this is something to think about. And again, even here you can connect this uh wristwatch with Endomondo, my coach, run keeper along with Wahoo Fitness. So it's interesting. I don't know that I need that much accuracy because the report said that basically the uh, when, when you exercise is when it starts. Many heart rate monitors lose their accuracy when you really get up there. So if you're like a an athlete and you're a person that's really trying to push it, they said that many heart rate monitors get a little shaky the, the more active you get, which I thought was uh, rather Interesting. So, thanks for everybody for uh, sending that in. Again, I'll have links to this if you go out to our show notes, which of course is at logicalloss.com, and then throw in a forward slash two, two, two. I sound like a double mint commercial doing that. So, I wanted to uh, talk about something today. I've been using the old um, happy scale. There are a couple different, uh, again, I, I love apps. I think they're fun. I think they're a way to kind of help keep you motivated. And so, obviously, there are going to be those days when you don't do as good as you thought. And what happens is sometimes we lose track of where we've been. And it's nice to be able to look in and see that, okay, yeah, maybe I didn't have a great day, but in the last 30 days, I've still lost a pound, a little over a pound. In the last 90 days, I'm down four pounds and things like that. So it's a case of perfection versus progress. So, you know, I keep, I'll go through, I I think I'm like two weeks on, two weeks off or something. It's really weird where I'll have us, I'll go down a little bit and then I'll have two weeks where I kind of maintain or go up a little bit and then I'll come back down to where I was and then I'll go up, and then I'll come down where I was, and then I'll lose again, and then I'll lose again, and then I go up, and then I go down, then I go up, then I go down, and then I lose again. So I am making progress, but it's not perfect. We want the scale to go down all the time, and I gotta tell you, there's nothing better when you have like five days where it goes down. I'm actually kind of, I'm not excited. This week, my wife is gone. She's on vacation. She's visiting her daughter in South Carolina, and while I miss my wife, it's nice to have a little extra time, and that's where I'm going to the gym. So my my point here is sometimes we really want to beat ourselves up when things don't go the way we want. And my point here is, yeah, but are you making any progress? Are you still making progress? Yeah, it might not be perfect, but if you're making progress, don't lose faith because you can still... You know, that's that's what you're doing. And we all get we always talk about, you know, we didn't get this overweight overnight. We're not going to get that thin overnight. And so this is where, like I said, I was using um, Happy Scale. Another fun one is Fit Journey, where you can put in what you basically when you just log in, it's like, what what do you weigh today? And then it will actually make a graph based on uh, where you've been, what you've been up to. That you can then see if you're going up or down or, or back or forward. You can actually take pictures of yourself as well. So it's a, a way to kind of track your progress. And again, what was that one called? He said, That one's on my iPad. Uh, Fit Journey is another app that you could play with. So don't get upset when you are not perfect. As the old, what is that old song by the country guys? You know, God bless the broken road. Well, you know, the crooked road or whatever it is that uh, gets you where you want to be. As long as you're continuing, as long as you haven't to give up, you know, and then, you know, for me, I had two weeks where I was driving like three hours every day in the car and the first week I kind of maintained and then this week it was a, another week of being in the car a lot and what had happened was I basically started feeling sleep deprived because I was getting up every day and I wasn't really cutting back. A lot at night, so I was staying up late, and so by the end of the week, I was just you know not doing. I wasn't exercising hardly at all, and uh, you know so consequently, I went back up a little bit, and then today I checked, and I'm I'm just about down to where I was. I'm like, okay, you know, it's not the end of the world, but the good news is that's come to an end. You know, we all have our seasons of when things go good and when things go bad, and when you see they go bad, just do what you can to turn around. Look for something that you can tweak. You know, for me, uh, one of my favorite frozen dinners they quit carrying, which is probably good because those things are loaded with salt. And uh, I'm still drinking Shakeology, but uh, where I was uh, training, there was just, I was training at a zoo. And I'm sorry, there was no healthy food at the zoo. And uh, there really wasn't a great place for me to warm anything up. So now the good news is I walked around every day at the zoo, which was fun. So I got my steps in, but in the end I was tired and just eating zoo food, which was uh, not great. I'll actually put a picture out at LogicalLoss.com forward slash 222. The one day I was literally, you know how you put your hand up? You ever see those movies where somebody's in jail and uh, somebody put their hand on the glass and the other person will put their hand on the glass? Yeah, I did that with a grizzly bear. I mean, he was like right, there was a piece of glass between me and a grizzly bear, and he was a very, very big boy, um, basically taking a bath in front of me in a giant pool. It was very, very cool. All right, next up, I found this article, and I've read through half of it, so we're going to go through the other half with it here. And if you go to logicalloss.com forward slash 222, I think this is going to bring up a controversy here. It's really never, ever okay to tell a girl she's fat unless she really is, says this article, and you're her mom. Now, I don't know about that. I've watched, uh, I forget the one extreme weight loss show with the guy, his name's Chris, and this one lady was just cruel. But um, this woman named Charlotte recently wrote a piece for Time about a moment in her life when she was a, a tween, and her mom told her she needed to lose a few pounds she says, it didn't end my world. She didn't develop an eating disorder. In fact, it was a good wake-up call for her. It says, this nugget of real talk was one of the best things my mother ever did. Hor- horrified relatives said I would need years of therapy to forgive my mother for fat-shaming me into anorexia, that I would eventually turn to drugs and uh, cutting to heal my crippled psyche because I succumbed to a life of crime. None of these things happen. Instead, I have a good relationship with my body and my mother partly because she told me I was getting a little plump. I wish the times of my life when my mom told me I was fat had been so few and so benign, but I've been overweight far too many times over the years with more than just a few pounds to spare each time. It doesn't matter if my mom ever told me I looked like a relative Shamu, which she never would have, or she told me I looked like I was too broad on top, like someone in a military coat which she says she probably did. I invariably felt shamed, ashamed, and disgusting all the time. Well, that's kind of sad. The thing is, she's never been wrong. She's just been honest. And even if I seized or binge-date or cried myself to sleep or silently vowed to never speak to her again, which I usually did one or all of it, um, it was still, it's still always what I did need to hear because she was always right. My weight problems have never been a pound or five. It's been more like 15 or 40. We're talking the very real potential for health problems. I love and trust my mom enough to know that she was never trying to shame me. She was just loving me. She knew that I would be happier if I was thinner. She wasn't sending a bad message about body image. She has taught me to love myself for what's inside. She made her pride in my non-beauty-related accomplishments abundantly clear. But she had legitimate concerns about my weight over the years and years and years. I've had people confuse my big belly for a pregnant belly. That hurts, she says. My mom telling me I needed to lose weight hurts, too, but not because she's trying to hurt me, because I know she's right. And losing weight is hard, and being overweight, for me, comes from as much, if not more, of an emotional place as it does a physical place. There's so much fat-shaming these days that it's too much to quantify, but just ask Lena Dunham, Kate Upton, Melissa McCarthy, or pretty much any Hollywood actress who has ever taken one too many bites of her sandwich. They're analyzed relentlessly from every single angle using photos by the paparazzi agencies that are snatched up by the magazines like Us People and In Touch. Magazine writers are evasively cruel, Online commenters are even worse. So then, there are the writers who try to damage control by talking about teaching young girls to love their bodies, that there's no shame in being plus size, that plus size isn't even really plus size anymore, but normal size. I never talk to my daughters about their weights. We talk about being healthy and making smart food choices, not about being fat or looking bad. But on the flip side of that fat coin is the simple fact that our kids are are way fatter today than we were at their age. And more adults are too heavy than ever before. And the fact is that there are plenty of girls and women that really just need to lose some weight. Not, not to look like Giselle, Giselle, because no one but Giselle will ever will, uh, but for their overall health. And for the record, uh, Giselle probably doesn't look like Giselle. Everybody knows all those photos are doctored. She says, I can attest to the fact, too, that it does feel better to be a normal weight than to be overweight. It's a lifelong struggle for me, and I can't nor will I ever accept being on the plus side of it all. I've had a few doctors tell me to lose weight, although never without at least some judgment, which is why I will also never be able to ever hear it from anyone but my mom, because no one will ever love me like my mom does and tell it to me quite like she can as far as I'm concerned, that's the way it should be. So there you go. Is it ever okay to tell someone they're fat? And I think I like the way she says there. I think we should talk about being healthy because, you know, I, when people say that, it's not like we want, really? I'm fat. I did not realize that. Oh, wow. I should have watched in front of a mirror before. I did not know that, but, uh, Maybe it's a way to talk about being healthy. But I I found that really interesting in uh, today's world where we're all about uh, just making sure that, uh, you know, we don't hurt anybody's feelings or things like that. And let me see if I can find a quick video. Yeah, I found this video. It's called How Did We Ever Make It? And um, if you're over
1: 30, uh, you'll appreciate this. I can't believe we made it. According to today's regulators and bureaucrats, those of us who were kids in the 50s, 60s, 70s, or even early 80s probably should not have survived. Our baby cribs were covered with bright colored lead-based paint. We had no childproof lids or locks on medicine bottles, doors, or cabinets. And when we rode our bikes, we had no helmets. We drank water from the garden hose and not from a bottle. We ate cupcakes, bread, and butter, and drank soda with lots of sugar in it. But we were rarely overweight because we were always outside playing. Yep. We would leave home in the morning and play all day, as long as we were back when the street lights came on. No one was able to reach us all day. Smartphones? We didn't have cell phones at all. No PlayStations, Xboxes, limitless channels on cable, laptops or tablets. Facebook was an actual face and an actual book. We had friends. We went outside and found them. We played dodgeball and sometimes the ball would hurt. We fell out of trees, got cut and broke bones and teeth, and there were no lawsuits from these accidents. No one was to blame but us. Remember accidents? We had fights and punched each other and got black and blue and learned to get over it. We made up games with sticks and tennis balls, and although we were told it would happen, we didn't put out any eyes. We rode bikes or walked to a friend's home, knocked on the door, rang the bell, or just walked right in and talked to him. Little League had tryouts, and not everyone made the team. Those who didn't had to learn to deal with disappointment. Some students weren't as smart as others, so they failed a grade and were held back to repeat the same grade. Tests were not adjusted for any reason. Our actions were our own. Consequences were expected. The idea of parents bailing us out if we got in trouble in school or broke a law was unheard of. They actually sided with the school or the law. Imagine that. Now, this generation has produced some of the best risk-takers, problem-solvers, and inventors ever. We had freedom, failure, success, and responsibility, and we learned how to deal with it. If you've related to anything that was just said, you're one of them. Congratulations. You made
0: it. Yeah, hard to believe, huh? So I apologize for the crackling there. That's just the way uh, it's coming out of my speakers today. But um, congratulations, you made it. And you will make it. You know, that's just the way it's going to be. And, uh, you know, sometimes we fall down, sometimes we get bruised, but we can get back up and we can make it. So that is going to do it. Kind of a short show today because I've got to get to the gym. And it just dawned on me that the gym closes in 40 minutes. And so I'm going to go there and get my 10,000 steps on because Alice is in front of me again and she fell off a horse. I'm hoping you're uh, hoping you did better. Hope you feel better. That's got to hurt. And yet, um, you know, she she had a couple days off, and uh, I was in front of her for a couple days. But she must be feeling better because I know she passed me. If you want to be my friend on Fitbit, uh, look for me. Uh, just I, I think I'm under Logical Loss, or let me know. Send me an email, Dave at logicalloss.com. And uh, I, I was going to say this: if you're using any kind of fun fitness app, I looked around, and there's thousands of them. But I love hearing about them, and I, I hope you do too. Because I, wanted, I want to talk about them. I want to talk about losing weight still, things like that. But I love playing. They're, they're like little games to me. And uh, so if you have any, you can call in your comments, 888-563-3228. It's toll free. You can email me if you want, Dave at com. You can uh, use the little microphone button at the website. However you want to contact me, LogicalLoss.com forward slash contact. And... Uh, Should mention that, uh, if you're, I've been drinking Shakeology. If you want to check it out, go to logicalloss.com forward slash Shakeology. And, uh, if you are thinking about buying anything from Team Beachbody, you know, P90X, things like that, uh, let's go over to logicalloss.com forward slash Coach Dave. And that is my Team Beachbody website. All sorts of supplements. They've got videos. They've got the new 21 day, uh, Start jumpstart program over there. Just go to logicalloss.com/forward/slash/coach Dave, and that'll uh, get you there as well. So let me remind you that uh, you know, look, we can't we can't rewrite the beginning, but there's still plenty of time to rewrite the way your story is going to end, and it's going to end. It's going to be a happy, ending, a very happy ending with you feeling great and looking great and feeling confident and being proud. I know you can do it. I'm going to do it. And we're going to do it together. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you again real soon with another episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free on iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll free 888-563-3228.
1: Then won't tell you lies. Then I want smaller thighs. Then I realize I guess I'll have to exercise.